So, last time, we had dead people jewelry that we needed to figure out. Oh, wow. I thought, wow. And here you are being, you know, cognizant of other people's families. I thought it would have been a Slash that would have brought that up, now that I think about it. Oh, that's it. character. What that's, are you talking that, about? That's player, not character. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. He wasn't oh. like this. Oh, <laughs> also, we rated. Uh, uh, it's the uh, Van the Richten necklace. grandparent jewelry yeah. that was apparently possibly magical. We took the time to identify it during our short rest. Yeah, during the short rest before we got into the daddy issues that is Lustra uh, and Lamin. Oh, I see. And so you guys are hoping I'll tell you what they are before murdering you with Lamin Venari. Well, I was. If there's something that's like you know plus two against daddies or zaddies. I'd really uh, like to use that. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, there's a ring and an amulet. Both require attunement. The ring was uh, made of braided silver, had this beautifully cut gem in it. It is a ring of free action. <gasps> While you wear this ring, difficult terrain doesn't cost you extra movement. In addition, magic can neither reduce your speed nor cause you to be paralyzed or restrained. Oh. oh that's a test item if I ever heard it. I mean, I I have so many things already. <laughs> Do you have all three or you still have a slot? Well, I, I have Rainer's Bone Saw. The Ring of Protection, and does the, oh, the Cloak, Cloak of, of Elvenkind require attunement? thought it did, but I might be dumb. But also, like, just because I'm slightly squishier than Troubadour and am a frontline fighter doesn't mean we have to, like, give me all of the magic. I have a plus three bone saw. I could get rid of everything else, and I wouldn't be a salty gamer. <laughs> uh, it is, uh, yeah. It all is of your slots are filled. Okay, yeah, so. So, if anything, I'm getting a hand-me-down ring, hopefully. Uh, but that... I mean, realistically, Slash and myself are in the back line anyways. And I feel like it's the frontline fighters that are going to see more of those things. Well, let me tell you what the second one is, yeah. uh, so you don't have any regrets with your decision. The second one is this amulet that looks like a beaded rosary with this like golden oval pendant, little magical runes etched into it. It is an amulet of proof against detection and location. Oh. While wearing this amulet, you are hidden from divination magic. You can't be targeted by such magic or perceived through magical scrying sensors. That's dope as hell. I feel like that's the perfect thing for Van Richten. I was about <laughs> to say. Yeah, really. Give it to VR if you want. Give it to Lustra and, like, have Lamin not be able to see him. I know that's not how ghosts work, but I really want oh, and it to then be. I could have a rosary for each horn, and I could balance it out. I mean, when you said <laughs> rosary, I was just, like, staring at David yep. across the table. <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw that look. Yeah. Now, so we want to give it to Slash, right? So you never know where he is. Oh, f- fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but realistically, like, honestly, I kind of want to give it to VR. Absolutely. I think that makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, you give VR the uh, anti-scrying amulet, anti-divination. And I think the ring will go to Troubadour, I think. Well, I guess it has to, unless Tess wants to give up the cloak or the um, uh, ring of protection. Because she's not or the bone saw. Yeah, you're not giving. Anyone that up. want that? No. Okay. 
Um, it has Slash blood on it. Of I'll, course you wouldn't I'll give it up. I'll take two weapon fighting at level eight. Sure. <laughs> um, I mean, from a mechanical standpoint, would one have to like be trying to attune to the item to be able to learn its properties? Because Tess wouldn't be able to be doing that for the hour if that was the case. Um, I, I think Troubadour having like stupid AC is awesome um, and would be definitely willing to hand that over to to adam uh if if that was the case um what are you asking if uh um, you during the hour you'd have time to like unattune to stuff yeah like because we find out do we find out like at the start or at the end because then it would take another hour to attune to it if we decided i don't know that's really semantics oh that's right yeah i mean honestly i think we've always got a hand wave the whole uh identify slash attune like you guys usually we've already said that you can figure out what it is and start using it in the same short rest but if you want to start swippy swapping a bunch of stuff i guess we would have to take another short rest to kind of unattune from stuff and all right lamb and just like give us like an hour and we'll be right with you (laughs) no okay cool um i mean from like a role play perspective it'd be kind of funny for salash to have it because he's still still scared of being tied up but who's taking oh. what? Who's taking it? I, I vote Troubadour. I vote Troubadour. Troubadour. Cool. Troubadour gets a ring of free action. Yay! Yay! So how about all that stuff Lamon said, though? How about the fact that he's here at all? But he told you guys all kinds of stuff. What are you thinking about all that stuff? He suspects... That it's the house itself that is the Dark Lord of this domain. It sounds a lot like he thinks you got to focus on getting the house back in order. Ridding it of its Vistani influence. I don't know. I was thinking a lot about this. And it makes me think that the way that the house works, the way that Radonovich has any knowledge of us is through Van Richten. It makes sense for Claudia to exist then because Radonovich would have known about that by virtue of Van Richten. It would make sense for Radonovich to know about Lamin through Van Richten. But it doesn't make sense that Lamin himself would have knowledge of Lustra because Radonovich, if she's just puppeteering, you know, wouldn't know that. I'm not convinced Lamin is dead, but because it wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past Radonovich to craft a very elaborate sort of illusion that way that could, you know, fight us and kill us kind of thing. But by that same token, everything that's being said, I'm I'm scared it's a red herring that like, but it makes too much sense to not investigate. Like, I don't know. I'm paranoid on the subject, to be honest. Or are you saying you think this whole thing is just like Lamb is just an illusion. This isn't really the ghost of Lamb is what you're saying? Yeah. Like I'm saying, I'm not saying that. You know, it doesn't have meaningful information. But yeah, my suggestion is this isn't really Lamin. This is Radonovich creating a ghost of Lamin in the same way that she created a ghost of Claudia as a way to influence Van Richten. And the veracity of that is based on what that ghost is actually telling us, which in this case, we couldn't really, you know, falsify what Claudia was saying, but we can falsify what Lamin is saying. And what he is saying is helping us, but maybe this is just, again, an elaborate plan for 
Radonovich to be like, yeah, focus on the house, not the actual thing that's keeping this domain up. Or maybe I'm just overthinking it. I mean, it'd be weird to, like, try to give us a red herring and then immediately kill us, because that's the goal. If Lamin, if Spectral Lamin was sent here to, like, torture and kill us and stuff. I don't know, it's... Like, I assume that it, like, Lamin seemed lucid and then seemed to be taken over. Very much, yeah, you, like, watched him struggle against it. I wasted a spell slot. You did, you cast protection from good and evil to try to buy him time. One thing I, that does, it's not going to come up this session probably, but one thing that I remember, like, when we learned about the domains all those sessions ago, was... If you want to, like, travel between domains or leave domains, you have to either have a talisman, have to give yourself to the mist, or have the permission of the Dark Lords. That's That was one of the things that was said, right? Like, that's how uh, Heinfroth and all of that nonsense was, like, shipping people between domains. So if we can ingratiate ourselves to this house that... Maybe, maybe, like, this would become a place that is in order for the future. I, I think we have touched on the concept of, like, the the domain, each domain of dread. You know, we talked about it kind of being like a bubble, and all those bubbles are surrounded by the mists. The mists are what separate all the little bubbles. Uh, and yet we have touched on the fact that some domains have closed borders and some have open borders. So some domains you you can't get in and out without the domain essentially letting you in or letting you out. Some of them are just open borders, like Darkon was an open border. You can come and go as you please from Darkon. But yeah, others you don't get to come and go as you please. And... The implication was definitely that the Dark Lord of that domain kind of plays a part in that decision. But yeah, so you're definitely on to something there, I think. Hmm. So, and I mean, 1000% Radonovich is not the Dark Lord of this domain. No. I think Radonovich has some weird influences on multiple domains, but I don't think influence is different from control. So but, I think at this point, I think we believe what Lamin is saying and ingratiate ourselves to the house and go from there. Because, like, what else do we have, really? I mean, you're not wrong. We have a bag of Joseph giblets. Speech. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe all this is moot because Lamin's about to kill all of you guys. Let's play some D&D. Oh, Let's roll yeah, some initiative. Yeah. Roll up the initiative... Lamin has changed expressions. He's already thrown out insults, told Looster he can't even shoot a zombie. <laughs> he straight up called out the fact that Erasmus has been following Van Richten for decades. Just straight up called him out on it. <laughs> Erasmus just showed up, shows up, dude, what the fuck? Oh, he writes in the air, dude, what the fuck? Yep, that kind of shakes out for Lustra's uh, initiative. He's just completely rattled by the whole thing because I only got a five. Gross. Hell yeah. Anyone get 20 or higher? Never. <sighs> nope, sorry, Slash didn't luck out this time. Oh, but I'm going to kill your dad first. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 14. 
Oh, Tesco's before Slash for once. Uh, Slash got an 11. Oh, you beat me by one. I got a 10. Oh, man. I actually am going to kill your dad first. <laughs> what was it? 11 and 10? Yep. All right, get everybody in there. Van Richten goes first and one-shots your dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, unfortunately not. It is very fitting, though. Lamont Venari goes first. Don't mind letting you know he got a 24. Jeez. Holy fuck. Oh. Fun. This is going to be fun, I think. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be fun. Uh, I feel like my vision is, like, my view is skewed by the Claudia fight. I got so fucking lucky. <laughs> Lamon Venari, first in initiative. Van Richten got a seven, by the way. Well, it is very embarrassing to not go before Van Richten, son. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost of Lamon Venari grabs its two hand axes from its side, looks at Van Richten, looks at Lustra, looks at all of you. Says it is time to pay, and he charges his own son with the double spectral hand axe. Get him! Nineteen on the first swing. That's gonna be a hit. Lucra Lamin with his first strike. Does 17 points. Oh, with a hand axe? With what? a hand axe. What? Do you not do this much damage, son? <laughs> I mean, it's not really, you know, I mean, it's like a spectral hand axe thing. It is not actually a hand axe. It is just flavored claws, essentially. Oh, yeah. If that makes you feel better. I mean, but regardless, that's the amount of damage you take. And he just raises the second hand axe and says, I have no reason to be proud of you. Oh, I got so excited I forgot to roll my to hit. (laughs) Just went straight for the damage damage dice. (laughs) Emotional damage. (laughs) 14 to hit Lustra. That's a miss. That one is a miss. But he looks you straight in the eyes and says, you are a disgrace to our bloodline. And Tess, it's your turn. I'm going to kill your dad. I'm going to kill... It's my way of coping, man. It's how I roll. (laughs) (laughs) Tess chooses violence. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. uh, Tess is going to see Lamin laying into Lustra alliterationally um and she's gonna have a like a small moment of which one is which i don't know who to hit oh right the see-through one um wait are you saying we all look the same racist much <laughs> you and your dad, that's been like the one constant thing for the whole show <laughs> it's callbacks yes. and genetics but yes all dragonborn look alike don't at me um <laughs> you are an elf <laughs> wow okay uh but yeah on that note violence um, she comes, like, s- swinging in with the bone saw, uh, for 21 to hit. Oh, that's a hit. 21 to hit for 10 damage. And how tough is your dad? 
with his constitution saving throw. Force learning strike! Oh, no. <laughs> I know exactly how to deal with these. Don't worry about it. That is a 15 God on the con save from the ghost of Lamb and Venari. Does he have minus four to saving throws because we're in the house at night? Nope. <laughs> but you do. Great. Thanks for reminding me. Good um, reminder to everybody. Anything else Tess can do? Oh, she can... She can hit two more times. Uh, so, bone saw number two, 27. Jeez. For max damage, that's 15. Ooh. Oh, wow. See, I guess you can do, like, mid-teens with one-handed weapons. It's wild. Um, is this all magic damage now? Yeah, this is slashing. always magic damage Always now, magic, right? all the time. And... Yeah, no, I'm going to spend another key point. Um, let's try to stun again. Give me them key points. Make these con saves all day? Are you sure? No. (laughs) (laughs) Doing it? Come on! Oh, that's easy peasy 19. Ah. Well, if only I could punch him again! Um. Yeah, uh, Tess, like, gives two strong slashes with the bone saw. Um, can't get any tendons because they don't exist. Uh, and she glares at Lamin and says, Your son has done more for us and Van Richten than you can even imagine. He deserves more than your respect. He deserves your reverence. And I am going to proceed to miss this unarmed strike because that's how I roll. 26. Holy moly. Oh, yeah. 19 on the die for... 8 magic bludgeoning. And... Third time's the charm. Third time's the stun. You sure you can make all of those? You're doing another key point? Oh, yeah, man. I am all... I am invested. I'm going to spend half my key points on failure. On failure. <laughs> it's a 16. I'm gonna fuck. It's a 16. I'm going to hit you in real life. <laughs> Keep him coming. <laughs> Keep him coming. If you hit him, you won't stun him. I am fine. I'm good. I'm great. I'm going to run so I'm not in a direct line behind Lamin in case his son panic pukes but uh sort of like be behind Lamin and to the left to make room for everyone else in combat and I'll end my turn there and give Lustra like a reassuring nod my eyes are just fixated on him wow Lustra rude why aren't you paying attention to me is there anything important (laughs) going on Sorry, my Slash came out. Slash, it is on you to act next. So, Slash, seeing the family, you know, struggle go on, um, and if this is anything like a Claudia Deshane fight, um, he's going to make sure that he keeps his distance, and he's just going to go out and he's going to viciously mock <laughs> uh, Lamin. It is very embarrassing to be killed by a flying horror when your son has won for a trinket. And he's going to go ahead and cast Vicious Mockery um, with a Wisdom Save DC 15. Bam! You know what? <laughs> Ooh. I love it. I love it. But I promised I'd be a dick about this. So as you look over to whether it's an illusion or the ghost of Lamb and Venari, you notice he's got like a lot of like hunting equipment on his belt. So there's a lot of rope. <gasps> and the thought of being tied up just kind of hits you. Go ahead and let's find out if... Slash is frightened or not. So what's that, a wisdom save? It is. 
Minus four. Plus two. Oh, for fuck's sakes. You're welcome. Minus two. So minus two. Uh, that is going to be a nine. <laughs> Slash becomes frightened at the beginning of his turn. That doesn't mean you can't <laughs> act, but you are frightened. Alrighty. Um, it's very I feel like he would. I feel like he would get his insult out before realizing all of the different ropes and stuff on him. And as soon as he says that, like he gets very quiet. Um, so, but first, DC fifteen wisdom save. Let's do this. Uh oh. That is a big old failure. Oh, come on! It's wisdom. So, um, he's going to go ahead and take four plus one, so five psychic damage. And he has disadvantage on his next attack. Nice. And as um, uh, Slash is frightened by Lamin, as he flees, he's going to put up as much of a strong front as he can and just say... You have given birth to the prodigal son, and he will take you down. This is Patricide, I swear it. And he's going to run to the other side of the room away from him. <laughs> um, and he's going to go ahead and do unsettling words. So he's going to have a minus um, a bardic inspo on his next saving throw. That sucks. Ooh. Fancy. We roll that now? Uh, yeah, we'll roll it now, I guess. Uh, and that, that tracks. He gets a minus one on his next saving throw. Minus one. Too busy, like, bolting into the other room to get the full, like, unsettling words out. <laughs> Something like that. Your son is... That, then, is going to bring it to our good friend, Troubadour. The gnome. The dampier, paladin, smite-biting gnome. Yeah, so Troubadour is, like, looking, I got this new bling. What the fuck's going over there? Oh, it's a ghost. Oh, shit. Uh, sword comes out. Hot stuff! <laughs> and he's gonna swing at this guy. 14 to hit. That is a hit. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh. I'm gonna fuck your dad up then. Because <laughs> that was a really right? shitty okay. roll. <laughs> oh, never mind. That's a bunch of ones. One, one, three. Um,. Nine damage total. Oh, that was Snake Eyes on the fire. So seven magical slashing, two fire. Nine total. It's okay, you're just warming up. Ten. I didn't like that one. Let's see how this one does. (laughs) Twelve to hit? Uh, Oh. We're going to find the magic number. That is a miss. (gasps) Ah, well. I don't know what's going on. Hi, my name's Trudor. Nice to meet you. (laughs) I wonder how you taste. (laughs) I know nothing about where I am, where I come from. All I know is that I must kill. Yeah, and uh, I've, I will stay next to this ghost man and end my turn. Very well, very well. That, then, is going to bring it to Dr. Rudolph Van Richten. He seems very upset by... This turn of events says, Lamin, you. You must resist. You don't mean these things you're saying. Then he looks at everyone else and says, Does anyone require any healing, however? Looser <laughs> <laughs> coughs up blood. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but does your dragonborn pride make you admit it? I- I'm nodding. <laughs> I'm not saying it, but I'm nodding. <laughs> What kind of heal would you like from Van Richten? 
How big of a spell slot do you want? God, he really, he really fucked me up. Um, level five. No, um, I'll take a. If, if does he have any level two slots left? Uh, yeah, he does have a level two. Let me just make a quick little check. Sees this number is gone down, but minus four because at night. So, oh, mm. it's a save. Oh, Shit! Damn. Is it a save or a skill check? No, it's always been a check. It's a skill check. Yeah, okay. I mean... Just kidding. It's minus four because he doesn't have glasses. <laughs> you come into my house, give me minus four on my checks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing him as a rapper. <laughs> he gets one above the number he needs. One of these days you're going to have to tell us what they've been. Just like two years from now where it doesn't matter. Straight out of Darkon. Oh my god. That is 13 points of healing for Lustra Venari. Hey, nice. Perfect, perfect. Okay, not doesn't heal all the damage back, but it puts me in a much better place. Heals some of the physical damage, none of the emotional. <laughs> Van Richten will just kind of take a step back after moving forward to uh, cast Cure Wounds on you. Say, Lamin, pull it together. You must resist her. Lustra... What do you do? Oh, shit, is that an option? <laughs> no, no, he's trying to fuck with us. Uh, so I'm in melee distance with uh, dear old dad, and as I haul out my rapier and shield, I'm I'm just because I'm so familiar with him, I'm just instantly going to cut to draconic and just start speaking. It's like, what would mom think of this? Oh, she wouldn't want you to kill your only son to stop the bloodline and with the force damage charge to the tip of the rapier I'm going for a stab oh man (laughs) what would your wife say damn it I missed it's a nine it's okay you get another shot I get another shot another shot so I I go and I take a stab and it bounces off his shield or his armor and I come back in for another stab just going for center mass can you Charge up the force damage. Yeah, it's on. Um, it's whenever I hit the next okay, attack. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's a twenty-three to hit. Dang. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Four, six. Uh, I, it's only six uh, force damage. Unfortunately, I rolled really low on damage. That's fine, man. Throwing some emotional damage back at him. <laughs> <laughs> man, is there anything else Looser can do? I'm just bleary-eyed and holding back tears, just lo- st- you know, staring him dead in the eye. Be like, I'm standing my ground. No, we're 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 hashing this out by blade or by words. We're hashing this out. Man, these two Venari Dragonborns locked in combat. It's Lamon's turn next, and he just spits right back at you as he starts to swing. He says, Do not talk to me of your mother. The first swing is four. Ooh, maybe have him a little distracted. Twelve to hit. That's a miss. Oh, and he had disadvantage, too. Oh, God. Let's see if I got a Come on, come on, come on, come on. Fumble. Is he named? No. (laughs) No, he is Dragonborn number two. (laughs) That's not a fumble. Rolled better on the second one. damn it. He looks at Lustra as he raises that second spectral hand axe 
Since you are the last of the Venari. What? You are my only son. And you fall in love with a human. Oh. You ended this bloodline years ago. Oh, oh shit! Oh, oh shit! Oh. Daddy's racist! <laughs> Just worried about how the, uh, you know, the vagina nope. and the cloaca are going to run together. <laughs> Colin, you probably have notes on that. <laughs> 23 to um, hit. 23 to hit. <laughs> yeah, that hits. <laughs> that hits hard. Hey, we've all played Baldur's Gate 3. Like, you know, <laughs> Dragonborns have things. <laughs> Frightening things. <laughs> Look like graboids. Oh, <laughs> so many ones. So many ones. The second spectral hand axe does nine points of damage to Lustra Venari. The two... Remain locked in combat. Father versus son. Tess, what do you do? Oh. Tess is like standing behind Lamin. Um, and she's like getting ready to swing the, the bone saw at him. And then he hears, oh, you fell in love with a human. And she just like, she just drops the bone saw and like looks just st- Dares at the back of this spectral dragonborn's head. The fuck is wrong with that? Uh, (laughs) Runs up, um, and I'm gonna dragon suplex this bitch. Um, (laughs) She's gonna grab him from behind, put him in a full Nelson. Uh, Athletics, I guess. I like it. In Layman's defense, he's more worried about the fact that. I don't think those two reproductive systems work well together. <laughs> it was like, you know, a oh, human no, and an elf can make a half-elf kind of thing. Yeah. No, no. Okay, I- fine. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, are you trying to ruin my head cannon? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, that is seven on my athletics to grapple him. It's okay, he has a minus one. It's not a save. Not a save. Skill check. Oh, it's a skill check, right? He's going dex. 14. That's okay. That's okay. Um. <laughs> uh, oh, actually. Yeah, no, fuck it. Um. She is gonna, like, miss the, miss the full Nelson, but still is gonna try to, like, pull him to the ground. She's gonna, gonna try to shove him prone. Hey, there's a thought. Yeah. Dude. I am going to dragon suplex this dragon because that's cool in my head. Because I'm a wrestling nerd. For 20 athletics. Shit. (laughs) I got a nat 20 on the dice. I got a nat 20. Oh, I'm just rolling anti-Colin tonight. It's great. (laughs) Oh, man. <laughs> What's your AC, Justin? <laughs> you want to do it again? I, I, I can't do my, I can't do any more regular special attacks, but I can at the very least fucking elbow him in the temple. I can at least do that. Lemon just freaking no sells it like an ah, asshole. That's a beautiful twenty and fourteen to hit. That's a hit. 14's a hit. It's something for six magic bludgeoning. Very nice. And you know what, Lamin? Roll a con save with minus one. Oh, hey! Come on. 
How long is this minus one? Until it's on his next saving throw. So it's just for the one. Oh, just for this one. I swear to God, if this works. Con? Yeah. yeah. Oh, after the minus one, it's a 22. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus. All right, good night, everybody. <laughs> Hi, Colin. Ah! Hate everything. Um, and object interaction, I'm going to pick up my bone saw. <laughs> Anything else it from Tess? It would have looked so cool, Justin. It would have looked so cool. It would have been awesome. This is going to end her turn. This D20 just does not like you. Slash... What is your next move? My next move is, considering Slash is still frightened from, from being tied up and he's at the other end of the room, and he's angry about that. He hates this sphere. He thinks it's irrational. He thinks it's dumb. Um, <laughs> but he realizes he wants to sort of instill that same kind of fear in others, especially Lamin. So, with whispers that are dissonant. <gasps> <laughs> um... And in Draconic, I might add, because Slash knows Draconic, um, he's just going to go ahead and all you can hear is, like, whispers of Lustra's voice and what he would imagine, you know, um, Lamin's wife's voice would sound like, as if to say, you know, we're disappointed in you, you're a failure of a father, how dare you try and think of the bloodline above your own blood, you know, that kind of thing. So that is going to be a DC 15 wisdom wisdom saving throw, if I'm not mistaken. I'm double checking. Uh, wisdom saving throw, correct. I can do this. I can do this. I don't have the minus one here, right? No, no. you don't. No, no, no. That was just on the next one. Sorry. I can, do this. I can do this. I don't want to take all that opportunity attack stuff. 14. Hey, you fail. Um, and you're going to take eight psychic damage on top of that. Where are you going, buddy? Do I even bother rolling? Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, So that means he runs away. He has to use his full movement speed to run away. And everybody except Slash is essentially crowded around him. Yeah. And Richton mm-hmm. isn't, though. Like, he moved away, you mentioned. Well, I mean, you know, he took a step back, but if he actually moved away, then, like, Lamin could have taken his opportunity attack, so he's, oh, he's still, like, he's there. So that's everybody. I'll go ahead and get Van Richten out of the way first. Not high enough from Van Richten, which is a shame. Have anyone else? Oh, of course. <sighs> Let's go for it. Ah, uh, darn, I missed my... We'll, we'll find out. Does a 13 hit? A 13 does not hit. That's a miss. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. You rolled an 11? Oh, it's plus 5 to hit. No, I'm thinking of my damage mod. So, yeah, it's actually 17 to hit. That is a hit. Oh, yeah. Oh, would you look at that max damage? Uh, 10 damage. God, this is, Dissonant Whispers fucking blows. <laughs> <laughs> That's regular non-force, though, right? Yeah, it is regular piercing. 10 regular old damage? Yeah. Troubadour, how'd you do? Oh, yeah, that's a 18 to hit. That'll do it. 16 magic damage in total. Holy shit. And I'm going to use my level 7 feature, because I don't know when I'm going to be able to use this yet. Uh, I'm going to be a relentless avenger 
When you hit a creature with an opportunity attack, you can move up to half your speed immediately after the attack and as part of the same reaction without provoking opportunity attacks. So I'm going to move 20 feet in the direction that Lamon's already running. So if he wants to go back to Lustra, he's going to get another one of these. Ooh, Ooh, you sneaky little boy. I like it. Tess, taking the swing? You can do it, Tess. Ah, Well, we haven't fumbled much tonight. Oh, you cursed it. (gasps) Natural 20! (laughs) Everything's coming up, Colin. Nothing's gone wrong for me tonight. Everything's cool. All right. Four plus seven plus seven is 18 magical slashing. I'll just let you, you know, sit in the fact that Slash facilitated your natural 20. Uh, what? <laughs> Anything else, Justin? Um, no, I believe Thank that's you, it. A ton of damage gets dealt thanks to the dissonant whispers. That spell really is something. Yeah. It is something. We, like, especially if y'all are, are packed around, yeah. like, don't sleep on dissonant whispers, man. That's about as good as a dissonant whispers can get right there. Is there anything else from Slash? Uh, nope. He's just going to retain trying not to piss himself at the thought of being tied up. I dig it. Troubadour, that's going to bring it to you then. You are still right there in melee range with Lamb, and although both of you have now kind of broken off from the pack. That's it. I'm just going to be like, nah, paladin shit. I'm going to stand between him and his son. And um, just start swinging at him. Well, there's my natural 20. Oh, my oh, God. No. Good Lord. Oh, no. If this smite. isn't a smite. Smite. If this oh, is a smite. Oh. oh, you know what? I, I gotta. Oh, boy. The Ari clan is weak when it is separated. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is going to be on the fridge, isn't it? This is going to be one of those <laughs> it, numbers. It might be. Uh, so he's undead, correct? No. <laughs> if not, I'm changing this to a bite and seeing if he tastes like his son. Yeah, he's undead. Dude. <laughs> Phrasing. Why? <laughs> Just a little aged meat. Um, sec, I have to count how many D20s. Uh, how many D20s roll? What the fuck is this damage Three, type? Four, eight. Do you need some of my D8s? Maybe. <laughs> Two, three. You need eight D8s? I need ten D8s in total. <laughs> Jesus oh my Christ. God. And uh, four D6. And four D6? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he's living through this one. <laughs> just all ones. All ones. Oh my God. We're all just like handing Adam our dice. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know if I need yours yet. Do you need so, any more? Nope, I have enough D8s. Thank you, though. All right, there's my slashing, there's my radiant, there's my fire. Oh, man. Uh, so Troubadour just uh, listens to whatever the fuck's going on, and he's like, the last of his fucking bloodline? I think that speaks less to his love and more to your virility. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> Add D4 vicious mockery to that! Fuck it out. And I'm going to go right from cloaca to throat and go straight <laughs> up this fucker. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. That was a loud dice roll. Just a couple Just a big of ones. Old thump. <laughs> a couple of ones, a couple of eights. D4. 
Do you just want it as a clump, or does it matter the damage types? Is any of it normal damage? It's all magic. Some of it's like fire. What kind of stuff you got going fire, on? Fire, radiant, and slashing. Oh my magic goodness. Slashing. Magic slashing. Oh man. 10, 20, 30, 40, 52. Shut up about your sun damage. 52. Jesus. 52. Jeez. Shut up about your sun damage. See, <laughs> resistant to that. How much of it was fire? 19 was. 19. That gets rounded down to 9. What was the big number? 52? 52, yeah. Minus 9. 43 points of damage. Is that the new record? I don't think it's quite there, but that so. is annoyingly large. That is of, very large. A couple of silly ones on there. He's still going because I think I got another attack. Oh my god. Jesus. <laughs> he is still going. Holy fuck. Dragonborn strong. <laughs> we've, we've pumped this boy full of damage. Uh, da, 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 that's 17 to hit. That'll do her. You know what? He can have a level 1 just to, just to have some fun. Uh, so that's my slashy. That's my radiant. 31 damage, and that accounts for the resistance to fire. 31 after the fire resistance. So 42 and 31. As the ghost of Lam and Venari starts to fade away, he just looks at Lucera one last time and says, You will never find your range. <laughs> <laughs> Van Richten's cursed. Now Lustre. Oh no, you just got rid of all your curses. You got another one. <laughs> you guys are out of initiative with Lamin Venari. I feel like I need to take a point of stress for that. <laughs> Let's roll a d4. I got a four. You got four points of stress. Yeah, that, that's legit. That tracks. That tracks. <laughs> Slash sort of, you know, sort of, you know, straightens his back now that the specter is gone with all the rope. And he's just like, he sort of, you know, straightens his jacket, cracks his neck. Straight jacket? <sighs> what? <laughs> Immediately goes fetal. Like, <laughs> um, We're going to roll another D4 right quick because Van Richten also kind of falls... To his knees. Hey, look, another four. Good lord. Van Richten's going to take four points of stress as well, because after the battle, he has this like moment of, of realization. He kind of hits the ground on his knees, and he's whispering to himself. He's like, they, Lamin and Claudia, they, I loved them both in my own way. And you can see that he's very concerned at the fact that it seems as if all the people he's ever loved might be in this house. It's my curse. She said it herself. Everyone you ever loved, they're all here. And realizing that, Van Richten is going to take four points of stress as well. How does Lustra deal with the whole your dad's dead thing? (laughs) Let's not skip over that. Yeah, really. Uh, I don't know who to go console. <laughs> um, it, it's kind of once the adrenaline of battle kind of wears off, it's very much like how Elise was on the island where it's like he almost goes catatonic for a moment, just 
so overwhelmed that just it just all all the emotion just shuts off for a moment. And as he pauses and processes and goes through it and takes a deep breath and it's just and looks to the rest of everyone around him and is like no like I can I have freedom. I have I can trade Tess runs to uh, Lustra and just like hugs him, just squeezes as hard as her eight strength will. <laughs> and you just hear a whisper, I can choose who are Venari and who are not. And only Tess hears that. And just not letting go. And just yeah, just just quivering at the fact that his dad's dead. His dad friggin' lamented him and just all of the things. But just the only thing consoling him right now is Tess hugging and just like no, and him reassuring himself that, no, I can choose, I can choose, and just leaning on that phrase, I can choose, I can choose, I can choose, I can choose. Vin Richten kind of rises to his feet and walks over to you as well, tries to reassure you, says, we must not focus on this, as hard as it may be, Lustra. We must move forward, we must see this as... All the more reason to solve the riddles of this place, to end the Vistani influence on this place. As long as Radanovich remains here, your father, Claudia, and I feel many more, will never be at peace. Looster nods, and knowing that Elise is in the next room, and it's like, I can choose, I can choose... We need more, more information and just trying to focus on the object at hand. Like he's all of a sudden a glow comes behind his eyes. And for one of my level seven features, because I want to figure out what the hell is going on with this house and it might be multidimensional. I can cast etherealness. It only lasts six seconds though, at no cost. So what I'm going, yeah, that's only, yeah, it only lasts six seconds. So I'm going to do that and basically face through the wall and see what Elisa looks like in the ethereal realm and see if I can see Erasmus in that time as well. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Just to see what information I can get while in the ethereal realm. Oh, that's so cool. So with, I guess, Tess still holding on to you, you just kind of fade away out of Tess's arms and enter the ethereal. You look over... Into Elise's room. Uh, so cool. Everything becomes, like, very ghostly. Mm-hmm. You're seeing, like, the ghost form of, of everything around you. The walls, the floors, everything is ghostly. See if I can listen to the house. What does this look like? The house just has a face. It says hi. <laughs> <laughs> Where Elise was rocking back and forth on the bed... I think she was just lying there, kind of comatose, staring at the ceiling. There is no Elise. She's not on the the ethereal plane. She's not represented. There is no ghostly form of Elise on the ethereal plane. There is, like, staring you right in the face, that familiar form of Erasmus. Van Richten, and he's smart enough, I think, to recognize 
what spell you've cast, what's going on, knows that you probably don't have a lot of time over here. Mm -hmm. So he furiously starts to write. Mm -hmm. He starts to write in the air and that little, with that little tiny piece of spectral chalk leaving those ghostly letters behind him, he writes, I don't know why, but I can't show myself here. And then he gives you this very, very apologetic look and writes, we all loved your father, but you were running out of time. And I think it's about six seconds right there. Mm -hmm. You only get to do this for six seconds. Yeah, it like it, when it comes to the actual description, it says that, I can cast it as an action, but then it ends the same turn I cast it. So I'm assuming six seconds. Yeah, that makes sense. Then, yeah. Pretty much as soon as you come back onto the material plane, you feel it. You feel the air in the Van Richten Manor grow very, very cold very, very quickly. As the second night really starts to set in, the temperature drops to just a few degrees above freezing. You remember yesterday and even today throughout the day, the temperatures were like, you know, a nice 75, 80 Fahrenheit, somewhere in there. It was like a nice day. It was just... Really beautiful, maybe spring or fall day. But as soon as you come back onto the material plane, it just hits you. The temperature is just barely above freezing. The wind starts to pick up quite a bit outside. You can hear branches start to pop and groan under the pressure all over the Van Richten estate. And I think Lustra would be perceptive enough that he realizes that if the weather keeps getting worse, up to this point, it's gotten like progressively worse. The weather didn't mm -hmm. get better at any point. Yep. If the weather were to keep getting worse and it does so at this rate, Lustra wonders just how much more time you'll have to explore the grounds at night. If things keep progressing in this direction, the elements are going to get very, very unforgiving outside. And going to do some nighttime exploring, like if, you know, if there's places out there that you still wanted to see, the stables, the carriage house, you know, where all the horse sweat smells were, <laughs> uh, the apple orchard, the, the gatehouse, Carl's house, really anywhere outside. Like the way the temperature just dropped, Lustra is, you know, convinced that if it gets worse tomorrow night, like, you're it's, not going to have much time to go out there and explore. It's not, it's going to be completely impassable. Yeah. I mean, you guys have already, you guys are pretty confident, thanks to uh, Slash and Lustra, earlier in the day, you guys were able to kind of secure the fact that there's nothing left to find in the house during the day. Like you guys, note, before okay. lunch, checked everything, right? Mm -hmm. What were you going to say? Uh, on that note of the house, I guess, 
and I, I know I'm asking a lot of six seconds, mm-hmm. is while I was in the ethereal realm, did the house look any different than what I was normally looking at? Like when it came to even the furniture, like the age of the furniture, for right. instance. No, it didn't. It looked just really just like a ghostly form of everything that surrounds you. Okay. Okay. Shit. But you come out of the ethereal with a warning from Erasmus that he feels like you're running out of time. And then as soon as you pop back in the material, like, the air just confirms it. It's Mm -hmm. like things are getting worse quick. So, 6.35 p.m., all of you standing just outside Elise's room. What do we do? Lustra steps out of Elise's, like, doorway and just, like, like a rocket test, just, like, runs up grabs him by the shoulders like what happened to you uh just i did I, your father take you no 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 i i Is think the house? no i think i can go into the ethereal plane for small periods of time elise doesn't have a presence on the ethereal plane erasmus says we're running out of time the weather's getting progressively worse i don't know what to do with that information i've i've taken on a lot recently um i didn't know that i could do that until just now just just tell us next time okay Uh, we are not going to lose you don't worry it was just it was it was easy to come back it was i just had to lose concentration of it i could only hold it for like six seconds anyways so don't worry it's I'm, i'm in control of myself just i didn't know that i could do that but it's strange that Elise doesn't have a presence on the ethereal plane, but all of us do otherwise. And Erasmus telling us that we have not a lot of time. And also, it's cold in here. We need to... I think we got maybe one more day at most. Erasmus also can't apparate here in any way, shape, or form. I had to go see him. So take that for what you will. But all of you can feel the air grow so much colder and so fast, like a a real true cold snap. And Van Richten, at this point, you know that Van Richten knows. Everybody knows that everyone else knows. Mm -hmm. It's still very much unsaid. He clearly doesn't want to talk about it. But... He can feel the air as well as the rest of you. And says, if you're right, Lustra, then tonight could be the last night we have to explore the grounds. We didn't get many answers from the house last night, although we were rushed. I simply can't help but feel as if we don't have much time left if our intention is to search the grounds at night. There are still many places out there we have not explored while the sun is set, and we all know that Things seem to be very different at night than they are during the day here. All right. Well, let's stop wasting time. Let's get out there. Elise isn't going to stop. I doubt Elise is going to change. Joseph's not. She, like, gestures at the bag. Did Joseph change? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Elise hasn't either, unfortunately. Just don't... Don't turn off on us, sweet. We need to keep everyone safe. We need to keep everyone together. 
and we need you at your best. Um, and without like letting go of his arms, she's just going to like jam all of her fingertips into his into his arm muscles and just like flex incredibly hard. Like she's not strong, but like the angle she does it feels like your arms are going to like catch on fire for a minute as mm-hmm. I spend all of my key points to uh my remaining anyway after yeah. trying to stun your dad four times <laughs> um, it worked so well uh but i'm going to heal you for 3d6 plus 12 and remove three points of stress oh wow holy shit very nice 22 points 22 points. how about that i am back to full health and minus three stress points there you go three out of four immediately disappear Shoulders drop. I relax a bit into your body, a bit more than you would expect, and just. Oh God, you're very uh, heavy. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> so it's it's been a lot. Let's. And he shakes his head. We need to keep focusing at the task at hand. We can trade off with what I'm dealing with later. That's okay. If that's what you need. Yeah, we can let's deal go. with this when we're resting. Let's stable house, maybe because I I, I smell. Horse sweat there. It could be different at night. It might have a means out of here, maybe. Who knows? I think we should go to the stable house. I think we should leave now while the night is young as well. Yes. It's just enough time to return here before things get too crazy out there. Erasmus looked panicked, and he accidentally looks over at Van Richten and kind of... You see Van Richten's lips are very tight. I think we need to go to the to the stable house because that's one of the things that we haven't figured out and we haven't gone there at night. We need to check the places on the ground at night. The house is clear. If that's what you need, then let's go. To the stables. To the stables. At 6.45, we'll say, after these conversations, you all depart outside into... The darkness, even though the sun is not fully set, darkness has all but completely enveloped the grounds. Most of the leaves are already dead. The clouds are thick above. The rain is very, very steady. You hear the, those pops and groans of tree branches as the winds start to pick up and really toss things around. You all make haste and make your way to the stables. There's quite a few strikes of lightning that land dangerously close to you as you make your way towards that stable. As you approach, that smell becomes overwhelming. That smell of horse sweat to the point that all of you can smell it clearly, not just Lustra. It is strong. It is musky. It is a horrible, horrible stench. As you approach the stables, though, that's not the only thing that happens. Mm -hmm. The house speaks to us. As you approach Van Richten just stops dead in his tracks. You watch as his eyes close for a few moments and then pop back open 
but he seems to be staring past all of you, staring right through you at something that isn't there. And he starts to speak. He says, You're, you're the king. My name is Rudolf Van Richten, Lord Aslan. Thank the gods you are here. What? There's a pause. He says, yes, they, they came hours ago, early in the night. I was about to mount my horse, Tasha, and pursue them. Another pause. Says, yes. Yes, Lord Aslan, they demanded that I heal one of their tribe, Radovan Radonovich. But he was too wounded. I could not save him. Another pause. Yes, Lord Aslan. He was the son of their leader. She accused me of letting him die, threatened to curse me. I told them they could have anything of mine, if only they would withhold their terrible powers. And they took my son. Yes. Yes, Lord Aslan. Any help you could offer would be most appreciated. What? Thank you, Lord Aslan. I will begin the pursuit at once. What? And then Van Richten's eyes kind of close again. He shakes his head, opens them again as if he doesn't remember anything he just said. Is still kind of staring over all of your shoulders. But this time, when you turn to see what he's looking at, you see the undead remains of the horse that he rode into the ground, his beloved Tasha. And the horse starts to charge all of you. And we're going to roll initiative again next week. Fuck off. Oh, my God. Just a little hearts play. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs>